Jeff Wagner, 620 WTMJ. Jane Matnair, before you get away, before you leave the WTMJ 24-hour newsroom, are you a circus girl? Am I a what? Circus girl. You know, years ago, back in the day, when they used to have disc jockeys ride the elephants oh, at the no. circus. You didn't do that. I did do that. <laughs> I did. You, you rode the elephant. You betcha. It's really scary. Oh, yeah. I, okay. Did they pay you a lot of money to do that? No. <laughs> it was more of one of those, we need someone to ride an elephant. Well, Jane, come here. You'll do it. Um, you know Ann Catalane, right, who used to do traffic? Yes, on, oh, right, okay, Ann, dear friend of mine. And they, they, they got her to ride the elephant one year. And I, I, I always remembered, okay, I don't, think, I, I don't think there's enough money in the world that could pay me to ride the elephant. You rode the elephant. Yeah. It's, I mean, they're such amazing creatures. They really are. But their, their size is really intimidating. And, you know, the trainer comes and he kneels down for you. And you're looking at that big eye going, are we really friends? Are okay. you really happy about this? I'm I, not I, sure. I guess my question was directed not so much if you ever wanted to be a circus performer. But rather, have you ever, you know, did you, did you go to, did you you ever go to the circus no 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 we were more of a uh, holiday on ice kind of family okay we would go to those kinds of things but I, I honestly jeff don't ever remember my parents taking us to the circus okay well fair enough now this will surprise probably nobody in the listening audience but i'm a circus boy i Are i you? i love the circus a- absolutely i love the circus you know we used to go every year i love the circus i i i love the animals i love the you know you the 15 guys that are jumping out of the clown right, car right. i mean i there <laughs> i i love the trapeze no 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 i love the circus and we used to go all the time so i'm i i am a circus boy and i am i am really bummed out over this news over the weekend um ringling brothers and barnum and bailey circus after 146 years they're shut. They're shutting down. Um, come May. Yeah, and and you think too. I mean, there are families who have been circus performers for generations. Right. You know, five, six, seven generations. It's it's really it's very it's sad. But as as the the CEO said, it was kind of a number of different factors. Right. But I mean, yes. But that's matter of fact. Four one four seven nine nine one six twenty eight hundred eight seven seven one six twenty. That's the Acunet Mortgage Toll Free Talk Line. Look, I understand that. That things come and go. Thing, you know, we, we've talked about that with bowling. You know, 15, 20, 25 years ago, there, there was there was literally a bowling alley, it seemed like, on almost every street corner in this area. And now bowling has sort of fallen out of fashion. I know there's people that still bowl. I know there's still bowling alleys. But it's nowhere near as popular as it was back in, in the day. Um, so things come, things go. I get that. But in the case of the circus... I am very, very sorry to see this go. And, and I actually think it's a couple things. I understand it's a little bit of changing tastes. But, you know, this war that a lot of the animal rights activists launched on the circus, trying to get them to not use the elephants, for example. And so, they, okay, like Ringling Brothers says, okay, we're not going to have the elephant acts anymore. Well, okay, they do away with the elephants. I think that was one of the reasons why a lot of people started buying, stopped buying tickets, because they wanted to go to see, see the, the elephants. elephants. And, you know, the animals like that. 414-799-1620, 800-877-1620. That's the Acunet Mortgage Toll-Free Talk Line. All right, I call this segment Dealer's Choice. I am very sorry. I am very, very sorry to see that the circus is closing. I think that you can lay a lot of the blame on this, again, on the animal rights activists who, you know, went over after the use of animals in the circus. These were people who weren't going to the circuses anyways. And I think a lot of their goal ultimately was to try to kill the circus, period. And they succeeded. 414-799-1620, 800-877-1620. 
We discuss next. If you're on the line, please hold on. Um, Again, icy roads, poor conditions. We're going to have some extra uh, WTMJ time saver traffic updates as well. It's 1012. Jeff Wagner, 620 WTMJ. 1015, Jeff Wagner, 620 WTMJ. I admit I'm a circus guy. I I love the circuses. Um, Ringling Brothers, Barnum & Bailey Circus announcing after almost 150 years that May – they're they're closing they're closing shop now. There's a lot of different factors. I mean, it's costly to put on circuses, but a, a large factor was you had like some of the animal rights activists that went after the circuses. Oh, this is terrible with the elephants, and they dropped the elephants. And what happens is that's the reason a lot of people who were the ones actually buying tickets wanted to go. I, I'm just really sorry to see the circus come to an end. Ron in Milwaukee. Ron, good morning. You're on six twenty WTMJ. Hey, good, good morning, Jeff. Uh, yes, it's a very sad, sad story about the Ringling Brothers Circus going to close down. Uh, uh-huh. uh, my company, uh, we did the PR for Ringling Brothers Circus for years and uh, for the Feld organization. And, you know, it was just sad when we would do the circuses and we'd have these people with their megaphones and the shouting against the animals and all of that. And they knew nothing about really the animals themselves and how the animals were treated. The people that were in the circuses and that had the animals, they raised the animals from babies. They took care of the animals like you wouldn't believe. Because the animals were sick, they would tell me about how they would sleep next to the animals to comfort them and make sure they stayed nice and warm and that they were taken care of with their medications. And the animals were taken care of so well. And the circus... Uh, elephants were were spectacular, and mm-hmm. and before uh, I had my own PR company here, I, I worked for many years with uh, Ben Barkin, and you know we, right. we did a circus parade, and you know the, the the elephants coming down the street, and when the Ringling Brothers Circus came to town, every you know people oh. would come for the train, oh, and, yeah. uh, and and just to see the train. I mean, when I was a little kid, we. We'd get up early, 3 o'clock in the morning, to see the train, the oh, circus yeah. train, the silver train come in. Well, Ron, do you, I mean, Ron, do you agree with cars. my premise that the that the attack on the animals is one of the things that helped speed the demise of the circus? Uh, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear that. Right, well, my question was, do you, do, would you agree with my premise that the the attack on the, like from the, the animal rights activists saying this is horrible and cruel, get rid of the animals, that, that that was part of the thing that led to, again, the decision to close Ringling Brothers? Well, that was that was the primary thing, and uh, you know they mentioned that the, you know the attendance was was going down a little bit. Uh, uh, I took my son and the grandkids, and we went to see the circus in Chicago at the Rosemont uh, right. uh, a few months ago, and the circus was different without the animals, yeah, without the, without the elephants. It, and that's a great big yes. Right, uh, no, thank, see that was I mean see and that's why I mean I was saying this at the time. You know when they went after it, it was like well we're not necessarily going after the circus bull. The effort was to try to end up closing the circus, and you take out one of these big attractions, and I don't believe the elephants were being mistreated at Ringling Brothers. I just don't believe that. But you force the people to take it out by people who, by the way, are, are never going to buy tickets to the circus anyways, and the effect is then the people who want to go, they're not seeing what they wanted, although I have to admit, I still love those little cars where you get the 15 clowns that jump out of. David and Mequon. David, good morning. You're on 620 WTMJ. Uh, good morning, Jeff. You know... It's really sad in the fact that, you know, when I was a kid, um, I would go, you know, see it at the old Mecca Arena. Right. And, you know, it was a form of entertainment. And I think 
we're losing, you know, and another thing I want to point out, which was very quiet, uh, SeaWorld in California yeah. is no longer doing killer whale shows. Right. Oh, no. That, and, and, you... and they're slowly, the left has been very consistent about shipping away yep. at things that we enjoy. They, they, you know, they've successfully closed down the circus. They're successfully closing down um, SeaWorld. Right, because you're, you're exactly right, David, on that point. The first it was, okay, we're going to go after the orcas. We're going to go after the whales. Now the activists are going after other, um, you know, um, animals that they use or that uh, at SeaWorld um, as well. And the idea is we're going to try to close this stuff down because we have this better idea of what should happen. And, and you're losing this huge part of Americana. And I'm not arguing in favor of abusing animals. I don't believe Ringling Brothers was abusing elephants, period. Right. Well, and keep in mind, the circus was in a no-win situation with all the litigation, with all right. the lawyers coming after them. It was just a matter of time. And, and what's going to happen is this. Once you've successfully done this, they're going to pursue other, you know, entities, maybe like monster trucks or well, yeah. some other things that people maybe like wrestling or other things. They'll eventually that'll be right. the next thing. Right. It's going to be whatever is not politically correct. No, thanks because I, you're exactly right. There are people celebrating. There are parties. Oh, Ringling Brothers is shutting down. All right. Well, and again, I, I don't think it's 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 a number of factors, but the attacks on the animals was was a big factor. And I, I look, and I get taste change as well. Let's talk to Jeff in Wauwatosa. Jeff, you're on 620 WTMJ. Good morning. Hey, Jeff. When I was a fearless child, I did go on an elephant ride, a very <laughs> toned-on one, at the circus. Right. And I remember that, that it was a really good family activity, and yeah. I didn't see any mistreatment going on. I think it's, it is a really uh, shame that the circus is done now. Yeah, we used to take my niece and nephew to the circus when it was it was at Mecca and things like that. I've never seen it in Chicago, but I've seen it in other places as well. And it's good family entertainment. You know, you've got a good show, and it, it's not just all the animals, but, I mean, part of the thing is you see these elephants that walk, you know, three in a row or whatever, that you can see the things that they, they do. It was it was part of it, and we're losing this family entertainment. And it's just, it just I hate to see this because I've always loved the circus. Yeah. yeah, and I'm a little concerned about what what could be next. I wonder if I need to start going to the Milwaukee Zoo while I still can. Well, that that that's an interesting point. Okay, because that's that's an interesting point. Is it harmful to have these animals in ca- cap- captivity? Is 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 that cruel? Will it be the zoos that come next? Mike on the northwest side. Mike, you're on six twenty WTMJ. Good morning. Hi, good morning, Jeff. Uh, the last gentleman on the call took my uh, last point that I was going to make. I. I still think PETA is uh, the cause of the circus closing down because of the animal rights thing. Right. But uh, their next step is probably going to be the zoo or yep. like camel rides at Summerfest and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Right. Ex- exactly. That that it's going to be okay. What what's next? I mean, thanks because because and again, I, I'm not if. If you're going to ask me, could you find some you know little fly-by-night circus where maybe the animals weren't getting the attention that they wanted? Yeah, okay, I, I I'm not going to argue that. But when you're looking at a circus like the Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus, I just I do not believe they mistreated animals. Now and again, I just think this is it is a factor. I I appreciate it. You know, it's it's sort of like the circus parade here. If you are of a certain age, you remember when the circus parade was an incredibly big deal, and now 
you know, then, then people just stopped coming, and so they did away with it. So, I mean, I, I get the taste change as well, but I have to admit, I never thought I would see a day in my lifetime where they say, okay, Ringling Brothers Barnum & Bailey Circus is no more. It's a sad day. It is 1022. Okay, clear off the phone lines. want to do this. Um, the, it's 31 degrees outside. The roads are – the precipitation in some parts of our listening area is falling as freezing rain – um, I'm getting all these reports that parking lots and some of the side roads are really bad. We do this every once in a while. 414-799-1620. If you are out and about and you can call safely, that's the, that's the asterisk. If you're out and about and you can call safely or if you've got somewhere where you're going, um, what are the road conditions in your area? How are the sidewalks? How are the parking lots? How are the side streets? It looks to me like the freeways around our area are probably still pretty good, but how bad are the roadways? 414-799-1620-1023. Jeff Wagner, 620 WTMJ. 1025, Jeff Wagner, 620 WTMJ. We are also going to live stream this segment on Facebook Live if you're at home. Uh, icy mix uh, around the Milwaukee area. Uh, it's right at that, that freezing level. Um, some of the sleet is falling as like the icy rain. Um, it's supposed to get a little bit better, at least around uh, here, as it, the day goes on, because it's supposed to get warmer. But we're getting all sorts of reports about side roads being bad, sidewalks being bad. 414-799-1620. What are you seeing? And, and again, only call if you can do so safely. Alice in Waukesha. Alice, you're first. Good morning. Good morning. I just got home from a, a job interview, and I saw two people fall on the sidewalk in Waukesha. Okay. The worst area seems to be at intersections where they have those ramps like for the handicapped right those are just like sled hills right 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 well i hope i hope okay whoever you were interviewing with i hope they appreciate you know the sacrifice you made to come out when the (laughs) weather is crummy So, I tried to stop at the grocery store and got back in my car. Yeah, well, that that was, I mean, thanks. That was that was my experience. Now, it had just started sleeting when I came into work about seven or seven fifteen. But even just in a few minutes, my the the windshield of my car had gotten covered with ice, and our, our parking lot, which had been salted, there there was still this layer of ice. I mean, that's the scary thing. Four one four seven nine nine one six twenty. We're also Facebook living. This we're live streaming on Facebook Live. Um, Chris in Waterford. Chris, you're on six twenty WTMJ. Good morning. Chris, morning, how's it going? Uh, okay, um, but I, of course, I'm sitting behind a microphone in a dry studio. How are the roads out there? You know, I'm down in Waterford. I'm doing some errands this morning, and uh, I was, I'm was i on Maiden Roads right now, and it seems to be traffic's going fairly well, but uh, I was just in the McDonald's uh, parking lot getting some gas and some breakfast, and uh, I got a formatic, and I was all over the place in the parking lot. Man, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. That's I guess that's the – no, thanks. For, and, of course, that, that part of the problem is four-wheel drive is great, but four-wheel drive doesn't help you when you're hitting slick ice. It just it just doesn't matter if you're not getting traction. And that's why I think there's some people who just kind of forget that as they're out there and driving around. I got four-wheel drive. I can go through anything. No, not necessarily. 414-799-1620, um, How are the roads in your area? Bill, who's calling us from the north side. Bill, good morning. Hi. 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 Uh, yeah. I'm on the uh, north north side of town. All the all the main roads are are pretty much good. They're all I see a lot of cars driving, but all of the side side streets are all ice. Every every single one that I've driven past are all ice. Yeah, yeah. yeah 
it's pretty it's pretty bad and then all the uh, walkways too there isn't many people walking around but all of the walkways are just solid ice i haven't seen anybody out salting yet neither yeah that's that, that of course and we're, we're catching a break in a way because today's a holiday lots of people have off lots of schools are closed and and that's good yeah. but that's right that that is the the thing you know when you're out and about your dogs need to be walked or something you need to be really really careful because a lot of times you can't even see the ice and then all of a sudden boom you know, you're, you're flying butt over tea kettle or whatever, and you can get injured. That's how we break bones and things like that. Sure. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Um, bottom line is you need to be careful. Liz in Port Washington. Liz, good morning. You're on 620 WTMJ. Hi there. Hi, Liz. Yeah. Um, in Port Washington, it's, it seems like it's just fine, but I'm actually on the road, and I was in Menominee Falls just about five minutes ago, and it's pretty treacherous out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see icy sidewalks and icy frozen uh, parking lots. Yeah. So it seems like west of the lake is really where it's pretty treacherous. Yeah. Well, the, the the sense I'm getting is okay. Main roads okay, maybe because of the car travel and things like that. But the side roads and the parking lots and the sidewalks treacherous to use your word. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, so, so just be careful out there. Um. Thanks for the call. Yeah. Well, that that is it. It is kind of it is be careful out there. It's um. I, I I always live in fear of this because I have this little dog that needs to be walked. And the other day, I, I was kind of walking her and hit this little patch, and boom, you know, I kind of go down on my butt. Not hurt, just go down on my butt. Now it's, I live on this boulevard, and there's a grassy median in the boulevard. Now we're, we're out in the grassy median just while, while the ice is there. Jeff in Allenton. Jeff, you're on 620 WTMJ. Hey, Jeff. How's it going? Real well, thank you. Uh, I am I am all over the place. I haul fuel for a living, and I just dropped at a, at a gas station on on Howley and Vliet, and the, the the parking lot was nothing but ice. Yeah, and of course the owner comes out and starts to salt after I'm already parked and trying <laughs> to drop all my hoses, which weigh about 100, 150 pounds, and it's a little difficult to keep your balance. Right, you're kind of like, okay, thirty minutes ago is when I needed you to do this, sir. <laughs> right, exactly. I, no, I, exactly. I, I got it. Thanks. Okay, so the bottom line is, be careful. Like I say, this is going to be an ongoing situation, and we're right at the temperature right now is thirty-one degrees. So the forecast is, as the morning goes on, the temperature is going to rise at, at least in the southern part of our listening area and around here in Milwaukee County, and uh, it, the, the ice will melt, and this will turn over to rain. Northern counties, it's more problematic. But the bottom line is icy conditions. Ice is really, really scary. So for goodness sake, I want you around listening to the show for the next five or ten years. So be careful out there. Ten thirty-six. Jeff Wagner, 620 WTMJK from Milwaukee. Congratulations. You're a winner of today's WTMJ Run the Table tailgate on the Jeff Wagner Show. We will have, well, every day this week, we'll be giving away and listen throughout the day. Um, other shows will be giving away these prizes as well. And it continues as long as the Packers keep winning. Super Bowl baby. All right. If you're a regular listener of this program, you know that there, 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 one of my pet peeves is the fact that we are, are raising, in my opinion, generations of people who are mathematically illiterate, um, who, who just can't do basic math stuff. I mean, I've told this story before. Once this summer, I'm playing at this golf course, and between the ninth hole and the tenth hole, you're getting ready to play the back nine, there, there's a little food stand that, that's set up where you can go buy food. And there's a high school kid that, that's there, you know, grilling the burgers and things like that. So, and I'm simplifying this a little, but not too much. So the hot dogs are $4.00. The Gatorade is $3. Okay, can I see a show of hands? $4 plus $3 is $7, right? Right? I give the young lady a $10 bill. 
All right. $10 minus $7 is $3. Okay. Now this, I do not have a calculator in front of me. I do not have the computer. I mean, it's just, and look, I think maybe I'm a little bit smarter than the average bear, but at the same time, four plus three is seven. Seven from 10 is three. Okay. This is not, I, I think I was probably able to do that maybe, you know, with the flashcards in first grade. I swear. True story. The, the gal at the thing, it's, she has to pull out, I'm not making this up, a calculator. Four plus three, seven, 10 minus seven changes $3. I, I'm not making this up. I mean, she just, she could not do the math in her head. And Lord knows what would have happened if the Gatorade had been three and a quarter instead of $3. I mean, it just, that's, but, but that's not, that is not atypical. I mean, the idea is, okay, everybody's got computers, everybody's got smartphones, everybody's got calculators. We don't need to teach people how to do basic math in their head. That is the thinking. Now, I reject that. I reject that, but that's one of the aspects that's out there. The other pet peeve I have, in addition to raising people who are, you know, functionally illiterate mathematically, I think we are turning out people in the schools who are just functionally illiterate, period. Now, we can argue about whether or not knowing how to spell things is important. And I understand in the day and age of Twitter and 144 characters and things that, that People will simplify stuff. So, I, I mean, I understand that. And every once in a while, people will use these emojis, and I have no clue what this I'm not, Okay, what is this emoji saying? And that, that type of stuff. But at the same time, I continue to believe that being able to at least have some basic spelling skills, you know, remains important. Even in a world of spell check, you know, where you want to check it out. So I, I bring this, this story caught my attention. Um, Frederick County, Maryland, which is, I think, sort of by the Washington, D.C. area, they have a, a woman. Her name is Katie Nash, and she was hired. They were paid like 44 grand to run the school district's Twitter feed, right? That's, that, that was the job. So she's going to run the, the Twitter feed. So a couple weeks ago, the weather is bad in the school district, and she's getting a number of tweets from students. That's the idea. Students will be tweeting in, and they'll be asking questions, and that's her job. It's to answer questions, contact the media on Twitter. It's to put you know stuff out on Twitter to keep the families advised and to respond to things. So the, the weather, this is January 5th, the weather looks a little bit bad. So a student tweets to the, the school's Twitter account asking if schools are going to be closed tomorrow. T-A-M-M-A-R-O-W. T-A-M-M-A-R-O-W. Tomorrow. This woman, Katie Nash, writes a response from the school Twitter feed. Quote, but then how would you learn how to spell tomorrow? T-O-M-O-R-R-O-W. End quote. So the, the tweet is, hey, is the school going to be closed tomorrow? T-A-M-M-A-R-O-W, and her response is, but then how would you learn to spell tomorrow? All right, this then, this goes viral. And you have people who are applauding her for calling out the fact that the student can't spell, and you have other people who are saying, oh, this is terrible, she's mocking the student. And the school district apparently decides with the, oh, this is terrible, because they have now fired her. 
That's the Acunet Mortgage Toll-Free Talk Line. Did this lady, in your opinion, cross the line? Kid sends this note that has a misspelling in it, and she responds, and admittedly it was a little bit snarky, but the comment is, but if we close the schools, how would you learn to spell tomorrow? And then she's got the smiley face thing. So, I mean, you know, she's got the smiley face logo after that. So she's clearly thinks that she's being cute. Should she have lost her job for this? Or is perhaps the bigger issue that you've got some kid who doesn't know how to spell tomorrow? 414-799-1620-800-877-1620. That's the Acunet Mortgage Toll-Free Talk Line. Should she have been fired? We discuss next. 1042, Jeff Wagner, 620 WTMJ. 1045, Jeff Wagner, 620 WTMJ. Then you know the guys on the field, but what about the man in charge? What leads Packer? What led Packers President Mark Murphy to Green Bay? How much longer will he stay in the front office? Hear from the president during the Packers. One-on-one with Greg Matzik, Tuesday at 6.07. Sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. New Generation RV and Sound Decisions Racine. Okay, the school district hires this woman to monitor their Twitter feed. So she, she answers tweets that she gets sent. Some kid sends her a note saying, uh, will school be closed tomorrow? T-A-M-M-A-R-O-W. Her response is, but then how would you learn how to spell tomorrow? Tomorrow spelled correctly, and then she puts the smiley face in. She has now been fired. Leela in Wauwatosa, you're first. Good morning. Hi. Hi. Um, something probably people haven't thought about. I teach dyslexic kids and adults, and that's one in five people in our country who struggle with reading and spelling. It's not their fault. It's a learning disability. Why do you assume this kid is dyslexic? I don't. Well, you well, okay. I don't. What I do assume is that there are a lot of people out there who struggle desperately with spelling, who huh? work very hard at spelling, and still have a lot of trouble with it. Very, very bright people. And, and there's a lot of people who are just illiterate. At, they get laughed at enough and humiliated enough for their struggles with reading and writing. So I really hate to see people laughed at because of their spelling. Because well, what if people know. just don't know how to spell? Then you know they can work on it, just like my students work on it. Oh, okay, but, but a right, lot but of people it, are still going to have a lot of difficulty with it. Well, okay, but just like the example I was giving earlier, where you have somebody who's never been taught that ten minus four minus three, um, you know, equals equals three, isn't it much more likely that you just have people who just flat out don't know how to spell, and we need to deal with that? Well, if one in five people in our country have some degree of dyslexia. But but again, you're you're assuming, and I I don't I don't think there's nobody has suggested that this was a dyslexic kid. This was just somebody who didn't know how to spell. Right, but we don't know. It might be a dyslexic kid. Well, there's but that's not well. I think see, I, it's interesting, Leela, that you go to that that it's got to be a disability thing. Um, the stories I'm looking at, as a matter of fact, they they reached out to the kid, and the kid is saying. I'm, you know, I, I wasn't offended by this, so I, I don't. It is interesting that we that your first reaction is to play the disability card. I, I think this is endemic of a larger issue. That larger issue that there's a lot of people out there that we, we just don't care about. That we are raising people who are functionally illiterate and they don't care. Now, I guess I understand if this was somebody with a disability. All right, that that might change it, but but here. I mean, I don't know. Is it really, have we now gotten to a point where we can't correct or acknowledge the fact that you have somebody that's on Twitter um, who, who's misspelling basic words? 
Um, 414-799-1620, 800-877-1620. Barb in Menominee Falls. Barb, you're in 620 WTMJ. Good morning. Hi. Hi, Barb. I don't think that she should have been fired. Disciplined, maybe, but um, I think firing went too far. Um, I used to work in retail. I was sent to that part of the country to uh, work with some of the managers in a retail establishment out there. And there was an employee whose name was Michelle, and it was M-E-C-H-E-L-L-E, because that's how they say Michelle, Michelle. Okay. So I think that um, this particular girl spelt that word because that's how they say that word. Well, yeah. I mean, and see, in today's day and age, see, I I think there has been – there's not the emphasis, I don't mean to sound like this old fogey, but I don't think there's this emphasis now on, on spelling, on the basic stuff, the three R's, you know, reading, writing, arithmetic, even though only one of those starts with an R. But I, I don't right. think there's the emphasis that there was now. I mean, I don't think, as a general rule, people care or think they're supposed to care. And I guess that's the attitude. Hey, you know, the kid doesn't know how to spell tomorrow. And let's assume for the sake of argument that it's not a, that it's not a disability because I think that would have otherwise been the story. You're, you're not right. even supposed to call that out. I mean, wh- how did we get to that point? Yeah, I agree. You can't say anything these days or correct anything. It's, well, it's right. becoming a real problem. Right. I mean, thanks for call. And I mean, I guess it would be, and it, I, I don't, again, she didn't do it I, I thought, actually, this was kind of a clever sort of thing, because she's got the little smiley face thing there. It's not, what an idiot you are. Don't you know tomorrow this is how you spell it? It's like, I, I thought it was actually kind of a clever sort of thing. And interestingly, you know, the kid, uh, the kid I, I don't think the kid took it as offensive. The kid was kind of like, oh, yeah, um, where do we go from here? Pamela in Greenfield. Pamela, you're on 620 WTMJ. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Pamela. I agree with you thoroughly. I have run into more situations in which young kids, just through my course of life, cannot do regular mathematic simple functions. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that it's not being addressed. I know I do believe that I don't think some of the parents really care. And I don't think that some of the parents don't really care if they slough their kids off into school. And I think the the more that people don't care, the worse it's going to get. Well, well right. I mean, I, I'm just trying to imagine. Let's say, let's say that you're you're doing hiring, for example, and you know somebody fills out a job application, and you know you, you got somebody coming in, a high school kid that wants a job or whatever, it fills out a job application, and you know it's it's full of spelling errors. Are we supposed to say that's no big deal? I mean, the reality is that that is a big deal. That's going to affect your ability to get a job. And I guess I, I just think this woman was kind of gently, gently and sort of in a sort of clever way calling out the fact that, you know, you got to learn how to spell this stuff or be more careful or check it out before you start sending these things. I, I do agree that there are people who are, you know, disabled, right. but I think that is in the total minority. Right, right. You, you can't, right. Yeah, I mean, thanks. Again, I, I think it, it is interesting that, you know, whenever you talk about something like this, you, you always go, well, it, it must be somebody who has a disability. And the story I'm looking at that doesn't say anything about that. Matter of fact, it says that they reached out to the kid, and the kid had no problem with this. So it's, it's now, I guess, you, you take a risk. You know, when you're doing something like that, that maybe you're going to run into somebody who has a disability. I think what happened is they ran into somebody who doesn't know how to spell. And now, apparently, you lose your job if you even jokingly make fun of somebody who doesn't know how to spell. Hmm. Brian in Milwaukee. Brian, you're at 620 WTMJ. Good morning. Uh, Good morning, Jeff. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Um, I think everybody lately, and especially school districts, is getting Mm thin-skinned. 
even if the student was disabled, the teacher didn't mean nothing by it. I would have just took it as, uh, oh, thank you, you're helping me spell. Uh, I don't know why everybody's getting Thanksgiving firing good teachors for minor things. Well, right, th- right. Th- I mean, thank. That's actually now. This woman wasn't a teacher; she was running the, the Twitter feed. That's what she said. She said, "Well, I, okay, if she said I, I was just I was doing these responses, and if they thought it was inappropriate, maybe you could have talked to me or, or whatever, or told me not to do it again." But they ended up, um, you know, they ended up sacking me for this. Kate in Milwaukee. Kate, you're on six twenty WTMJ. Good morning. Jeff, good morning. How are you? I am well, thank you. What do you think? Terrific. Well, what I think is, I think people who are not very good spellers are generally not big readers. Sure. And I think people need to be motivated to read more often, um, because in looking at the words, there's a good way to pick mm-hmm. up the spelling of that word. So reading more often is going to build better spellers. That's number one. But an interesting point is that some of the best thinkers and writers whoever lived couldn't spell. William Shakespeare was a terrible speller. Which is why you, it's great if you have editors or spell check or things like that. Right, <laughs> but, right. But that's at the same true. time, you would agree with me, Kate, that, you know, a, a basic ability to spell is something that would be good to instill in people? Well, I think so, because, you know, when we were, ch- when I was young... <laughs> Back in the, the day nuns, when we had to walk uphill each way, way to and from school right. in the snow, yep. Absolutely, way back when. Um, the nuns used to really motivate us. <laughs> I, I went to a good old St. Robert's for uh, grade school, and we, we were motivated to right. become very good spellers and readers and had regular, consistent spelling contests and bees right. where you'd get a little prize. If right. nothing else, you'd get your name on the board with a big star next right. to it. So there was real motivation for children. I'm not even sure that there that there are spelling bees these days. Right. I mean, uh, you get the big competitions like our, our, the right, like the script sponsor. You know, it's interesting you talk about words and reading. I was one of the greatest gifts that my parents gave me is I I they, they taught me the the gift of reading early. I mean, I grew up I grew up reading comic books. I grew up reading you know, newspapers oh, and yeah. funnies and things like that. But and that that led to other stuff. There is a word to this day, Kate. I have trouble with. It's chameleon. With, with the H in it, Chameleon, um, can, right, you know, because right. it's like it's like CH. And, and when I was a kid, I, I grew up reading Spider-Man comic books, and one of the villains was the Chameleon, but they had that H. And I, I just kept reading as like I kept reading it as Shyamalan. To this day, I see it as Shyamalan, you know. But <laughs> it's, right, I, come on, spell Chameleon. Yeah, <laughs> see, it's C A. Well, it's C H A M is how it is. The the H is silent. But I was having a lot of trouble with like the realizing. I kept wanting to say the the, the CH sound, you know, the, the Shyamalan. But it, it's Chameleon. Thank, but I, it's funny you mention that because I like to think of myself as a voracious reader. But even even now, there's there's some of these words I go, you know, how how do you deal with that? Uh, Joe in Reedsburg. Joe, you're on 620 WTMJ. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Yeah, I don't I haven't seen it. Just heard you say it. But to me, it's saying, like, how are you going to learn to do math tomorrow? Not the spelling just tomorrow. And the smiley face. Yeah. So if that's the case, I thought it was very clever. Yeah, it, 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 it kind of makes its point. It's not like, hey, you know, are you a dummy? It's just like, how would you how would you know? That, yes, we're going to have school. No, thanks, Nikai. I just thought, I thought this was an overreaction. And by the way, chameleon, C-H-A-M-E-L-O-N. <laughs> um, chameleon. Um, so, uh, th- you know, there, there, you, there you go. It's uh, 1056. All right, some people are all up upset over the fact that some people are boycotting the presidential inauguration. Do they have a point? And malls adopt no teenager policy. Stick around. 1056 Jeff Wagner, 620 WTMJ. 
Chuck Wagner, 620 WTMJ. That's what I said. Is it C-H-A-M-E-L-E-O-N? Chameleon. That's what I said, I think. But, but go back and listen to the podcast. C-H-A-M-E-L-E-O-N. I've always had trouble because the H, the H is silent. But you know, go back and listen to the podcast. See if I got it wrong. But that's how you spell chameleon. Oh, by the way, we do podcast these shows by popular demand. That was one of the big questions we got when we started a couple weeks ago in the new time slot. Are you going to be doing podcasting? And yes, we podcast every one of the shows. You can also make arrangements. You can download them. So when the new ones come up, uh, you can get notified. It has been a lot of fun. Yeah, chameleon, C-H-A-M-E-L-E-O-N. I think that's what I said. Coming up in just a couple minutes, um, we're going to be talking about the decisions to skip the inauguration as well as some decisions some malls are making. Stick around. 1059, Jeff Wagner, 620 WTMJ.